Hello everybody, welcome back to Witch Fix, and today we're going to be discussing Conjure Women by Afia Atakora. It's probably one of the best books that I've read this year, and uh, we're going to get into talking about it now. Uh, I found this book because someone who I'm friends with on Goodreads, I don't know who any of my Goodreads friends are except for one person that I went to uni with, but one of them people was reading it, and that tends to be how I find new books, because... I don't know, I don't really go to bookshops, not even before coronavirus happened. It's just not somewhere that I tend to go into because there are so few of them around where I live. But there you go, I saw this, I was instantly drawn to it, and I'm just going to read you the description from Goodreads, like the blurb, because the version I have is a Kindle book and does not have a blurb. So here we go. Conjure Women is a sweeping story that brings the world of the South before and after the Civil War vividly to life. Spanning eras and generations, it tells the lives of three unforgettable women, Miss Maybell, a wise healing woman, her precocious and observant daughter Rue, who is reluctant to follow in her mother's footsteps as a midwife, and their master's daughter to Verena. The secrets and bonds among these women and their community come to a head at the beginning of a war and at the birth of an accursed child who sets the townspeople alight with fear and a spreading superstition that threatens their newly won tenuous freedom. Magnificently written, brilliantly researched, richly imagined, Conjure Women moves back and forth in time to tell the haunting story of Rue, Verena and Miss Maybell, their passions and friendships and the lengths they will go to to save themselves and those they love. It was an incredible experience to read. There were a couple of things that kind of lessened my enjoyment of it, but those are kind of purely personal taste. The actual story, the setting, everything about it was really great. And if you're looking for a book that focuses on that kind of side of uh, magic, uh, that kind of involvement of conjure, root work, voodoo, anything kind of tangentially related to those categories this is the novel for you it's also written uh, by a black woman so when it talks about racism as obviously the book is going to do when it talks about those experiences of being a black woman it does feel like it's coming from a real and honest place it doesn't feel like someone is just imagining what these things would be like it, it, it really has that air of kind of authenticity of real empathy uh, that's great to read in historical fiction so really enjoyed that um the story itself kind of yo-yos back and forth between different time periods both uh in slavery time and post civil war and also a sort of muddled period in the middle where the war was kind of going on but slavery still existed um, so that was kind of interesting to go back and forth between those eras and see how much had changed and how much had stayed the same uh, the book starts in sort of I guess it's most modern era uh, with Rue as a sort of grown-up conjure woman in her own right. Uh, she tends to the healing needs of this sort of small community of former slaves who live still kind of in what was their accommodation before the war but now there is no one at the big house. The big house has burned down and they just seem to be living in this kind of limbo where they are not tied to that property anymore but none of them are actually like leaving and there doesn't seem to be uh, anyone that they answer to no one seems to be aware of their existence and they don't seem to be having much contact with the outside world which is kind of a strange um, state to be in when I was reading it I was like this is a, a little bit weird because I know a lot of like post-slavery a lot of slaves were transitioned into just indentured certitude which is slavery but they give you a little bit of money and 
this didn't seem to have that. They didn't seem to be making money. They just seemed to be like subsisting in this community, which was never visited by an outside person. So that was quite interesting. And it begins with uh, us learning about the birth of this strange child who's called a uh, bean or black eyed bean, who is born uh, kind of weirdly pale white with these like scale like markings and pitch black eyes and kind of gives everyone the willies as a child that looks like that. I guess would, uh, even if these people had not seen a horror film, um, and how Rue's kind of dealing with that, and how she's dealing with the growing accusations pointed at her that aren't, you know, you are a conjure woman and part of the community, but you are a witch. So it seems to be kind of moving towards that kind of patriarchal Christian view. Uh, that seems to be coming on the heels of visiting preacher, who's like one of their only outside visitors. He's called Brother Abel and he comes in and he baptises people and seems quite suspicious of Rue and seems to be mocking her in, in their early dealings in the novel. And she seems very uncomfortable with his presence and kind of wishes that he would go away. And people seem to be following him a lot more than they are her. And it feels like the community is reaching a turning point where it's heading away from the old ways and into the new uh, adopting christianity and all that comes with it in the past areas of the novel you have rue and verena's relationship um, they are apparently the same age as in rue doesn't know how old she is but measures her age by how old verena is getting and for most of the novel as the front cover image of a, a dual-headed poppet suggests they are connected in some very strange ways. For example, Verena does not get her period ever uh, and becomes quite upset about this. And, and yet Rue does get hers. But then later on, Verena is the one to get pregnant. And then later in the novel, when Rue gets pregnant, you kind of see that the fates of their children are slightly connected. I was my reading of it that a lot of things about them are just bound up in each other's destinies and they can't seem to get away from each other. The plot of the book essentially focuses on one, the issue of Bean, uh, his strangeness and the reactions of everyone in the community and how that plays out uh, and also in going back and trying to find this secret which Rue is guarding in like her present day life these dark secrets that no one can ever know uh, but which threaten at every turn to be exposed or let out so those are kind of uh, explored throughout the the flashbacks to previous times now one of the criticisms i saw about the book when i was just sort of scanning goodreads reviews to see what other people thought of it was that there wasn't a huge amount of conjure in it i would disagree on that score because i think there is enough in there it's mostly focused towards the beginning of the novel that is true but i think the philosophical examination of conjure if that makes sense is present throughout the novel as rue kind of looks between trickery and um, the medicinal uses of plants to try and keep her place in the community, to try and protect the people she cares about and to protect her secrets. So I think that is present throughout the book. It also does a really good job of examining why conjure is so important, uh, especially in like slavery times. And to be honest, I think it would do a really good job if you don't really think that cultural appropriation around those practices is an issue. If you were to read this book, I don't think that you could really make a case for that anymore because it's so obvious and so clear in reading the book that 
this is just something that comes out of a need for control for people who don't have any control at all over their own lives, uh, who need a sense of power of being able to um, act on their own wishes when they can't do that in any mundane or practical sense. So that becomes very clear in the reading of it. And that's one of the more heartbreaking aspects of the story as well. It also deals with a lot of racist issues, which are incredibly important still like today and looking at it through a modern lens it is saying quite a lot about modern times i don't want to give too much away because i honestly hope that you go and read this book because it's probably one of the more interesting and more important books that i've read this year so definitely go and check it out uh, the kindle copy you can get on amazon it's not that expensive and i really think you should give it a look now one of the things that i kind of disliked about it slightly not even strong enough to dislike it, it just one of the things that kind of got to me it did feel at times like the book was incredibly slow paced and obviously that's kind of where the, the plot is coming from it's not a, a fast moving plot where dramatic stuff happens constantly to be exciting uh, it is more thoughtful more ruminatory in the way it goes through the story but it did feel at times like not a huge amount was happening, uh, especially towards the beginning of the novel. It just feels like kind of we're just going through and, and following this person around in their day to day life. And it felt a little bit maybe unstructured. I feel like that kind of works with the subject matter, but it was a little bit frustrating to read like that at the beginning. So just to let you know that um, it is a book that you're going to have to probably put some time and effort into. Uh, because, as I said, it does take a little while to get going. Something else, and this is incredibly even more subjective than all my other opinions on the book, but um, I tend to find books where you are waiting for something bad to happen to a character and they keep making things worse for themselves to be quite hard to read. And there was an air of that, again, in the beginning of the novel. It's the sort of thing where um, I read another book uh, years ago called Dime Store Magic by Kelly Armstrong. And in that, there's a, a witch who is frightened of being exposed as a witch. And yeah, at every turn, she makes incredibly terrible decisions. So, for example, when someone has staged like a, a horrifying blood ritual in her backyard, she, she runs out there in the middle of the night and starts trying to clear it up instead of doing what a normal, innocent person would do, and like calling the police and being like, there's this horrible thing in my yard she just stumbles right into it and gets caught literally red-handed and there's a sense of that at the beginning of this novel as well because Rue is being kind of ostracized and treated with suspicion based on the idea that she is being viewed through this new lens of Christianity where the power that she has is no longer helpful to the community but detrimental to it and responsible for their misfortunes where she doesn't seem to be making things better for herself she's making a lot of decisions which could backfire on her and to some extent do but not enough that my earlier anxiety was kind of warranted but if you're the kind of person like me who gets very anxious when characters go around and you're just like no don't do that that's the worst possible thing you could probably do um there's a little bit of that so that uh that also kind of um made me a little bit reticent to pick up the book and read it because i felt 
a lot of dread and knowing something bad was going to happen. Obviously, a lot of bad things do happen because of the time period that this novel is set in and the subject matter it's dealing with. Um, so it's, it's by no means a cheery read. And uh, I, I don't think anyone reading the blurb would assume that it would be. But uh, it is quite a serious book and you should probably go into it knowing that it's going to affect you emotionally because it did me. And when I finished reading it, I felt like I had been punched a number of times right in the emotions because th there was a lot of stuff left hanging and a very kind of raw emotional ending to the book. So um, be warned on that score. As with most of my reviews, when I absolutely love the book, I find it quite hard to talk about things that I like and why they have this like ineffable spark that makes me really enjoy them. Because reasons not to enjoy things tend to jump out at you and you're aware of them. But when you read something, it just kind of magically feels perfect and you can't really put that into words, or at least I can't. So just definitely go and read it, is what I'm saying. Uh, it's also a really uh, good moment in time for me to have like stumbled upon this book I've been looking to try and make the podcast a little bit more diverse in things that I'm reading because I tend to just go off of what I happen across uh, what I have previously read if I'm really stoked for ideas and what to review or just just what happens to appear in my Goodreads recommendations and I'm really wanting to branch out and read some more diverse books that aren't just sort of novelizations of like it's wicker but the magic is real uh, so if you have any recommendations, definitely drop me a line in the comments on YouTube. Uh, I've been getting some recommendation comments really uh, recently, which are really great. So um, please do recommend me books because I'm always looking for new things to read. In the meantime, definitely go look up Conjure Women. Uh, if you can get on your Kindle the like free extract to start reading and just see if it's the kind of writing that you vibe with. Um, like I said, it was a really enjoyable book and kind of a, a rare find for me in the kind of magic that it was talking about. Uh, so I cannot recommend it enough. And uh, I'm always looking for like new things, especially new things that are like this because it feels so new and original and interesting. And uh, definitely recommend me some if you've come across novels that sound similar to this one. In the meantime, I hope you enjoyed this review. Go buy the book and I'll see you in the next one. Bye!